We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. And the rookie-to-rookie rookie action. Outside the blue door. He'll get the flyby. Three on the way. And he rattles it in. SGA defended closely by Westbrook. Tough. Step back. Gets up the shot. Bakes it in. This is Udart. You're listening to the Uncontested. What is up? And welcome to the Uncontested podcast. Coming to you Wednesday, May 4th. We are part. May the 4th be with you before we get started. It's a national holiday. Got to celebrate. I'm your host for the evening, Jacob Nithin. I've got my co-host, Taylor Peterson, with me. Hey, got that uh, Kenobi trailer. For the Actually, I haven't series watched on, it yet. On I Disney know, Plus. I'm slipping. It's pretty cool. I'm slipping. Also, uh, hope all of our, we were talking a little bit about this pre-podcast, but hope all of our listeners are staying safe with all the storms uh, tearing through Oklahoma right now. Definitely. We are also joined by special guest, the creator of every Thunder fan's favorite website, tankathon.com. We have Matt Hoover with us. Matt, how's it going, man? Good. Thanks for having me. Quite a nice uh, little Thunder hype intro there. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Appreciate it. That's a shout out to one of our other co-hosts who is just a wizard with all that stuff. He does an awesome, awesome job. Uh, Matt, before we dive into some Tankathon stuff, you are based out of Chicago. You're a Bulls fan. Yes. How are you feeling right now? I mean, the, the the series was ugly in the end. Game two gave me a little hope with DeRozan going crazy. Um, second half of the season was pretty disappointing, but overall a great season, I'd say, coming from the last several years for the Bulls. Um, Definitely. Excited for next year, get Lonzo back. Hopefully everyone's healthier. Uh, should be good. You buying into True. any of this uh, Zach Levine maybe wants out, Does isn't happy with DeRozan being there, all the, all the internet rumors that are swirling? Uh, I don't know. I mean, I haven't looked into it that much, but like part of me at times this year was wondering what, what Zach is thinking is DeRozan's getting all the love, but uh, <laughs> I think he'll be back. Yeah, I think we can offer him more money too. Definitely. I do too. It's a, I do too. Whenever the Bulls are fully healthy, it's a really fun lineup. And uh, hey. the renaissance of DeMar DeRozan was just a blast to watch this season. Yeah, he's amazing. Um, the stuff he did this year was that was nuts. Uh, and yeah, like when, when Zach is also going firing well, like and, and Lonzo's getting like running the whole team up the, up and down the floor. It's, it's awesome. 
Little OKC uh, Chicago Bulls connection there with Billy Donovan coaching the Bulls now. So that's yeah. kind of fun as well. <laughs> yeah, he's good. He played Kobe White a little too much in the playoffs for, for me. But, uh, <laughs> Fair. Fair. <laughs> Which is back. funny because he wouldn't play the young guys in Oklahoma City in the playoffs. Well, so. He wouldn't play the younger guy, Ayo Dasumu. So, oh, yeah, um, yeah, that's true. Okay, fair. That's true. Yeah. Good point. We, had, we were very upset with Billy not playing uh, Darius Baisley in the bubble nearly as much. Uh, <laughs> so so similar similar arguments there. <laughs> right. So, Matt, let's jump into some Tankathon stuff. First off, we just wanted to ask, what is the origin story behind Tankathon? Like, where, where did the idea come about? When did it hatch? Uh, and, and how did it come to fruition so i'm a lifelong bulls fan um obviously in the 90s with the bulls that was the heyday um in 2013 i learned how to like do coding i did it like a software boot camp and that fall as i was in my first job as a software engineer uh derrick rose got hurt for the second time like a bad injury um he, he went down in, in portland and i had given up hope for the year started monitoring like where in the, in the league standings, the bulls were in terms of like where they'd be in the lottery, uh, checking that like after I don't know, a couple times a week, sorting the standings reverse and counting, got tired of that, decided like I'd use my newfound skills to uh, make a little tool for myself to just track the draft order, uh, like a live draft order and put it up on a website, like uh, for the people posted it in a couple basketball forums and uh it's grown to a larger thing now but it's, it's just been a natural growth since then so you mentioned kind of you know making it for yourself as at first having fun with it deciding to share it with the community um push uh pushing it out to some basketball forums was there a certain point where like social media especially twitter it seems like maybe kind of got a hold of it or was it kind of a success from the start um did you like start the twitter account for example when you started tankathon or th did that come oh. a little later you know, I don't remember. Actually, the Twitter profile would probably say when I joined, but um, I should look at that. Uh, no, it's okay. It was, it was pretty early on, um, but it, it, nothing really took off. It was pretty gradual growth, and it still kind of is. Um, so this says uh, February 2014. Okay, so I started the site <laughs> in like December of 2013 or January 2014. Okay. So it's yeah. yeah. Awesome. So was there ever a point where you saw like, as far as site traffic and stuff like that, like a, a spike where it really took off, was it a gradual growth? Like what, what did that look like? Um, it's, it was pretty gradual. There'd be um, some huge spikes over the years. Like, I mean, every sort of lottery night and draft night is big. Um, the, the growth of the site early on was really driven by uh, 76ers fans with um, <laughs> That's the, awesome. the, the Sam Hinkie era. Like, Trust the process, baby. For That's real. hilarious. Um, I love that. Like Philly traffic established the site, I'd say. That's incredible. Um, with, with some, a little bit later, like the Lakers were in their down years. That was huge also. Um, Bulls, Bulls were in the mix too for some years. Knicks always. Uh, <laughs> so like some big markets really hitting some low points helped, helped the site a lot um, establish it. Definitely. That's cool. That's awesome. So we obviously know that you're a Bulls fan. You kind of talked a little bit about that. Uh, but what kind of got you interested into the draft and the lottery? And, you know, I guess we're, we should just go ahead and call it tanking. Yeah. <laughs> right? well, I mean, the whole thing, like, I guess I have the ability to switch from, like, rooting for the team to do well. And then, like, when Rose got hurt, I'm like, screw it. The season's over. Like, I just want the best possible draft pick now. 
um, just flipping that mindset as a fan. Like you have hope for the playoffs or you have hope for a draft pick. Like there's hope either way. So this route, the tankathon route um, is for the bad teams. That's awesome. That's awesome. I love that. So let's transition then to still talking about the site, but some of the numbers uh, we got to ask, do you, what, what type of data do you get from the site? Like what type of data do you keep? What do you see? Uh, we talked a little bit about this pre-pod, but can you just explain to us like whenever you are doing your thing, I, I, I teach history. I know nothing mm-hmm. about software stuff. All right. But whenever you're, you're working your magic over there, what type of data are you able to get about site traffic, uh, spins, et cetera, et cetera? Uh, so for years, I did track the lottery simulations. Um, and the only reason I'm not right now is because something broke in the Google Analytics. Something changed. And uh, I haven't, I've just been lazy and I haven't gone and re enabled <laughs> it. I really should because <laughs> those numbers were like, can be crazy. People can sit on the site and just do it so many times in a row. So those numbers add up a lot. Yeah. Don't um, at me here, Matt. All right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, no, you're welcome. I, I, I support it. That's Jacob's um, morning routine. He wakes up and hits spin five. Yeah, Some people get coffee. I do a tankathon spin. <laughs> but um, in terms of like other numbers, all you have to do is include Google analytics, little snippet of code on your, on your website and you'll get tons of information. Like I can see uh, how many people are on the site at a given time, what page they're on. Uh, how many pages per session on average people do, uh, how much time they're on the site. Um, and then also like which metropolitan areas or cities or countries they're from too. Well, that's a perfect transition. Obviously you don't have to give us exact numbers or anything like that, but um, what areas of the country have you noticed um, are that, that visit the site the most? Um, it can be recently, it can be as a whole, um, but what areas uh, of the U S do you see, kind of hitting the tankathon sim most frequently. Yeah, so like I'm looking at some numbers right now. Um, in the last year, the top metropolitan area is in New York. That just makes sense. They're, they're that makes a lot area. of sense. <laughs> but, but like New York traffic is a little slightly down from the year before. Um, Philly is number two, even less slightly down, but down a little bit. Um, then you have like Detroit, Chicago, LA. Detroit was Canada. had a big come up this year with, with – um, Pistons being pretty bad, I think. Uh, yeah. Well, I guess the, the, yeah. Also, I have other sports, so like the Lions are a big factor in that. Um, but like OKC, relatively like smaller fan base in the in the NBA yeah. side of things, and they don't. You guys don't have like a hockey team or a, or other sports, but OKC is number fourteen in metropolitan areas. Hey. Uh, okay. And it's up like sixty percent from the year before. There so, we go. That's the number. That's I was interesting. Wondering. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It, are That's so. Awesome. And looking at that demographic data, uh, location data, are there any, it could be like currently or in the past, has there ever been something that just like stuck out that was very interesting or weird or random to you? Like I'm thinking like maybe Golden, like a, a, an influx of San Francisco, like Oakland, Golden State folks during the uh, the Steph, Clay, KD years or just something that didn't really add up that was a little interesting? So I, I, I don't really like actively monitor all that stuff so much. So I don't think I have like a great answer for for that. Um, nothing really jumps to mind at least right now. That's okay. Uh, then let's transition to another question. Maybe you have an answer for this one. Uh, Big Mike and Z over here in the chat uh, asks, are you seeing much growth internationally with the site due to the influx of international players? Uh, guys like specifically like Josh Giddy last year being so high in the draft. Um, you know, we had Killian Hayes. Uh, a couple years ago. So um, 
players like that coming in the league, have you seen a growth in international uh, traffic? Uh, yeah, I think so. I mean, Canada, I mean, if you want to count Canada, that the, yep. the, the rise of hockey on my site is helping with that. Um, in terms of like your like other places for NBA stuff, uh, I don't know off the top of my head. Okay. But in terms of, uh, yeah, I, I think the U.S. is like 70, 75% of my traffic. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And that makes sense. Yeah. But 20, like over 25, around 25% internationals, which is a good amount. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Absolutely. Um, so we're, we keep talking about the Sims. And again, this is kind of an exact answer. So you don't have to answer it exact. Uh, maybe you just like have a number off the top of your head that, that sticks out to you at kind of a peak of, of the Tankathon website. But how many sim, Sims are like ran in a day? Uh, of the the draft lottery, and if you like, I said, if you don't have that number, maybe like a I have to look. I have to go look. Ballpark, it up. <laughs> but like, that'd be, I mean, over over like a year, there'd be like millions. Um, wow, yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, that's so wild. That's crazy. really yeah. that's really cool. Yeah. So going back, I, I just I find the geographic data really fascinating. Um, so going back to that real quick, mm-hmm. and this is kind of a hate question in a way. This <laughs> this is just me hating on another fan base. <laughs> How high does the area of San or not sorry not San Francisco Sacramento like Ooh, how, how much traffic have they given kings. you over the years the uh, perpetual fifth overall pick kings I think let me see where they are in like the last years okay well they're 17th in the last year down though I guess interesting I think that's just that dejection and giving up hope <laughs> yeah, that's the right well let's get Mark Jackson in there and we'll see yeah, oh exactly. my now gosh we're don't even get us started <laughs> now we that. are talking Holy they're gonna smokes. have to fight for uh for the Lakers for that one yeah I'm kind of hoping for that for get them off TV too so yeah fair that's a good point very yeah. fair point um so like obviously the, the draft lottery is coming up on May 17th we have the the NBA draft in June do you all see, or sorry, do you <laughs> see a spike in the site uh, around this time? Um, yeah. Or is it mainly like the, the quote unquote tanking teams that are just kind of keeping, um, you know, steady traffic throughout the season? Or does it really just kind of not, I don't want to, I mean, I know it's steady throughout the season, but does it peak during those times? Yeah. So the way it works, like it's kind of a slow build throughout the, the regular season. Um, and then every team has that new it, hope, it like gets, you all mentioned. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> It gets really like the traffic gets really high at the end of the regular season, and then it drops. Like right now, I'd say it drops down. I mean, there's still people checking like the mock draft and stuff, but it, it's in a bit of a lull. Um, but it'll spike up really high on, on lottery night, um, like the Zion Williamson lottery night. That was the biggest night of my uh, the site I think ever. Wow, interesting. Just out of oh, curiosity, wow. do you have a ballpark number on like how many people visited the site that night? Uh, I don't normally like share like the, 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 <laughs> oh, that's okay. the stuff. Yeah. Okay. But, no, that's um, fine. And it was really, really good. <laughs> yeah. And NFL's getting really big too. So like the last week of that's last awesome. Sunday of NFL is like monstrous day also. That's awesome. So, awesome. Yeah. Um, so, okay. You're the, you're the, sorry, Jacob. You, you're the, really the, the main one leading this site. Does that mean you're doing the, uh, the in-depth analysis on some of these draft prospects as well? When you're, you're mocking these players to certain teams on the mock draft? Yeah, I mean, I re- I rely on like other sites and stuff, and I'll, I'll yeah. site bringing info from a lot of places. But um, yeah, I do everything um, myself for the site, and That's it is impressive. It, it is like a it's not my full time gig either. 
Yeah, right. I, I have a nine to five. <laughs> I'm sure it feels like enough. a full time gig. No kidding. <laughs> yeah, but, I mean, that's I've, a... I've automated a lot of things where um, it saves me time and like like I'm not updating like scores and standings every night. That's all automated. Um, oh, very cool. So I can just um, do nothing day to day, but I do have to update the mock drafts and stuff. That's yeah. awesome. I think one of my favorite things, and I'm sure this is automated as well. You have some sort of algorithm, something, but the, the, I don't even know what to call it, but on the site during the regular season of the NBA, it'll have the scores, but it'll have the little tankathon tank next to it oh, with yeah. the number on, on like how tanky is this game? <laughs> yeah. Um, proprietary algorithm. Uh, it's, it's, it's just, it, it factors in like, where in the draft teams are and like it actually does look at like if a win or loss could change the draft position but mostly, mostly boils down to just like how bad are the teams that are playing each other yes if it's like the number one and two teams and 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 they're close it's gonna be like a, a 99 or 100 or whatever but yeah definitely rank. um taylor i don't know about you i have two more questions for matt before we move on to our next section um matt real quick colin reed is asking this one in the chat i had this one as well uh do you see you? So you talked about the steady, gradual climb up mm. to the to the lottery into the draft. After draft night, do you does it like fall off a cliff? Yeah, and like start that climb again. Yeah, it does. Um, Summer is very low, in, like relative traffic. Um, I'm hoping that there's a little more MLB interest now with you now that they added the lottery. Yeah, but um, so that's, cool. that's I was very happy with that news. Um, <laughs> But yeah, it's it's a pretty seasonal site. Like, if there's, I can predict when what month this traffic will be good and stuff. Um, and uh, yeah, awesome. Last one I have before we move on to some prospects. Um, and, and this kind of goes back again to maybe this is a uh, an algorithm on the site. But the other thing I really love on Tankathon, obviously, besides just smashing smashing that sim lottery button, uh, like I'm a crackhead, <laughs> is the draft power rankings. Um, where, where you evaluate like who is at the top because of not only how many picks, but which picks they have. Um, can you give us like a little insight into, into how that works? Like you don't have to jump into all the math of the algorithm, but just kind of the general idea of that. Yeah. So I, I, th- I actually linked to the, uh, the source of like the basis of that formula for the, for the NBA one. Um, I tweeted a little bit to, so like, yeah, basically like number one pick has the most value and it sort of decreases as time goes on. And I think that the scoring is based off of like average career output by players drafted in that slot. I did tweak it a little bit to give like the first pick in the second round a little bit more value than the last pick of the first round, just because like it's a cheaper contract. and Right. Yeah. No, that in. makes a ton of sense. I don't know if I did it enough, but you know, yeah, I think it works out pretty well. I like that. That's interesting. I really like that graph because it has OKC at number one on the power ranking. <laughs> yeah. So that makes me happy. Yeah, and I should probably know this, but was the NBA your first of the uh, the major leagues that you you did this for? Yeah, it was NBA first um, for a while, and then I added and NFL. I did NHL next because they had oh, okay. they were the only other ones that had a lottery at the time, and yeah. so I could just reuse some of my like logic in the code. And then it was NFL, and then MLB. Very cool. That's yeah. awesome. I love and that. now like. NBA is the biggest still, but NFL is like closed now. And that makes, like <laughs> makes a lot of slower, sense. But yeah, that's really cool. Uh, Taylor, you want to transition to some some prospects real quick? So we we talked about you, um, you know, not essentially having your own big board, but linking those those prospects to a team. Um, 
Is that partially you? Is that partially algorithm? Is it a one or the other? How does that happen? Because it, it's a really impressive um, kind of mock draft that you guys have that, that you've added on after, you know, originally just having the simulation. Yeah. So um, what I do is I, I set the, the team needs, or at least what I think of it, what they, what they are. And actually this year I've been a little bit slacking on that. And, and I've been slacking a little bit lately on the mock draft in general. I need to update that soon. Um, and the big board, they go hand in hand, but, uh, but yeah, so I, I set the team needs in the code and, uh, I have like other code that sort of will make a pick for it, for a team given their needs and like who, who are the next X players on the board and stuff. Interesting. That's so cool. also on the, the mock draft portion of the site, um, or sorry, not the mock draft portion, but the big board portion, uh, it's split up into tiers, which I really love. Uh, this year's tiers are incredible. There's two at the top. There's four in the middle and tier two. And then there's just, quote, the rest. <laughs> yeah. and it's like literally 80 players. And it, it's I like, just, pretty spot on. <laughs> it's like I find 90. that incredible. There's a cutoff in terms of like when it becomes like less clear, like who's, who's above the other. So Definitely. I, I don't go, I don't try to go too, too, too many tiers down. Yeah, for sure. So, but those tiers, is that all you? I mean, I know you said you you pick and choose a lot yeah. from other mock drafts, which I know we all do, right? We we rely on like the Mike Schmitz and the Sam Vicini's and the the Jeremy yeah. Woos of the world. Um, but are, are, is the tier stuff? Is that all you? Yeah, it is. And NBA, the NBA big board is the one where my opinion is most involved compared to the other sports on the site because I just feel like I I'm a bigger NBA fan than other other sports mostly. Yeah, like I don't know what the, what these NFL prospects like. I'm not going to watch. A million college football games <laughs> there is not yeah. enough time even if you're doing this full-time there's not enough yeah, time for yeah. you to be able to do all those sports yeah I get that I, I do rely more on like stats than like purely like watching basketball like the watching them play um but i do like on my site like how i've got like the strengths and weaknesses that helps me with like my ranking of the um of the players uh so yeah the the nba is is the one where i have the most like opinion on i guess in terms very of the cool rankings. that's awesome um, well, we promised Matt 20 minutes. We're at 21 and a half. So Matt, final question and we'll get you out of here. Um, the Thunder have the fourth and the 12th best lottery odds. Uh-huh. Um, we mentioned where we are exactly two weeks or no, we're less than two weeks. We're 13 yeah. days away from like the yeah. NBA lottery. Uh, let's days, say hours. So is there a guy in that top four? that you think fits well with the Thunder that if the Thunder like got the number one pick of the three bigs and Jaden Ivey, you would say, Oh, that's the guy that I think Oklahoma city should really take. Um, I would just take the best player available, honestly, like, like whoever they think that is, I wouldn't think of fit too much because the Thunder are pretty far away from competing. Um, I would just try to stockpile like the best players, whether that's, I mean, I have Holmgren number one on the board, but like, Jabari Smith could easily be number the best player. Um, I'm a little lower on Bancaro, but yeah, who knows? Interesting. Yeah, I think your draft is definitely that. Everyone, everyone's top three feels like it's I it's different holder. based on who you ask. Yeah, yeah exactly. I mean, do you guys have a, a, a someone you're, you're hoping for specifically for the Thunder? So or? Jacob and I have been and our all of our co-hosts, but I think Jacob and I specifically have really been because, like you said, even some of our co-hosts are thinking higher of some of these top prospects than mm-hmm. others, and I think Jacob and I are are on the same boat of like looking back on the post uh, Russell Westbrook era. 
So that would include obviously KD, obviously uh, Paul George, uh, that trade. Since he's been rebuilding this team since then, it, he's harped so much on versatility, guys being able to put the ball on the floor from the time they rebound the ball, pushing the floor in transition, being able to shoot mm. uh, high IQ on both ends of the floor. And I think to your point, Chet Holgram has to be number one on his board, right? Yeah. Uh, we've talked about other guys as well, like uh, Dyson Daniels. Uh, he may not be the I like, best I like fit. Him. I think I'm going to move him up a little. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Oh. So he, he may not be <laughs> the best sneak fit. Little sneak peek of the new Tinkathon mock. I like it. But yeah. it fits what Pressy's going for. Uh, yeah. Usman Jang, uh, another player, not just because of the Australian connection, but just guys who are super versatile, who can do a lot of those things. And I also think that could be a reason that the Thunder find themselves at two or three. Maybe Paulo um, is, is somebody that we'd look at just because he can facilitate on the yeah, opposite end of the floor and can do so much. Yeah, I'll run a I'll run a simulation right now. And see what yes. Oh. yes. <laughs> All right, here we go. Five, five and twelve. That's not the okay. worst, Matt. Yeah. We need you to hack the system. Make us one and two, <laughs> yes. and then call the league office. <laughs> That's right. And then call it in. Yeah. Awesome. Well, Matt, we'll get you out of here again. Thank you so much for hopping on with us, kind of just talking about the origins of the site and and some of the analytics and stuff. I find that stuff super fascinating. I know. Uh, pretty much everybody on Thunder Twitter just absolutely loves Tankathon. They're always on the site. Everyone's always tweeting me their screenshots of their spins when they say, oh, look what landed on spin number one for me today, which is total bullshit. They're spinning <laughs> 5,000 <laughs> times to get one and two. Now, when I do it, when I say my single simulation, I, I always am truthful. Just do I it love once. It. <laughs> I love it. What I do is I do it three times and then I hit reset and then I then I do it. I, I have to like warm it up. <laughs> then a little. I do it. Yeah. <laughs> gotta get the gotta get the wheels get turning, man. Any yeah. potential glitches, you know, just in <laughs> <Right>. case. <laughs> but that fourth one is the one I post. Yeah. I love it. Awesome. Well, Matt, again, thank you so much, everyone. Make sure you follow Matt on Twitter, just at Tankathon. Uh, keep hit, hitting that sim button. Uh, tweet us your your simulation. See what where the thunder end up and Matt continue the great work, man. We really appreciate you running that site. And, uh, it is a, it is a real joy for us. Yeah. Thanks. And, uh, I, I think I'll be interacting with thunder fans for, for a few years to, from now. Well, I think that's probably fair. <laughs> yeah. Pro- what, considering they have like 27 future first round picks or whatever. It's crazy. I, yeah. I think thunder fans are going to be frequent visitors of the site. So, yeah. Yeah, Presti is like the new the new hinky, I guess. One hundred percent stockpiling way. Yeah, one hundred percent. All right, Matt, appreciate it. All right, thanks, guys. What's up, Thunder fans? This is Jacob from the Uncontested Podcast, and I'm here to let you know that we have fully redesigned our merch store to get you the best Thunder swag available. Just visit CottonBureau.com and search the Uncontested Podcast to find all of our new designs. That's C-O-T-T-O-N-B-U-R-E-A-U dot com and search The Uncontested Podcast to find new drops like Josh Giddy's Wizard of Oz or an Ode to the Trey Man Step Back. We've also got all the classics like Dortal Combat, Lu Tang Clan, and everyone's favorite MVP, Shea Gilgis Alexander. The best part? You can get any design and the style of apparel you want. So if you're gearing up for the summer and want a tank top, needing a hoodie for the winter in Australia, or you're wanting a Pokemon onesie for your baby, we've got you covered. 
make sure to go to cottonbureau.com and search The Uncontested Podcast to get your new Thunder gear today. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Awesome. Well, Taylor, we would be absolutely remiss if we did a podcast with the founder of Tankathon.com and did not do a Tankathon spin and a quick mock draft of our own. Hopefully uh, better than five and what was it, five and 15? No, five and 12. He got five okay, and 12. Okay, good. So I didn't think... <laughs> All right, let's do it, Taylor. We're going to rapid fire through a lottery mock. Here we go. The spin is up. Oh, it's a bad spin, buddy. Ugh. The Thunderland picks seven Ugh. and pick 12. Uh, Taylor, I will, uh, I will go first. I'm going first. The New York Knicks jump all the way up 10 spots. They had a 2% oh chance at the number gosh. one overall pick, and they got it. For the Knicks, I am taking Chet Holmgren. This is a pretty easy pick for me. Uh, you are up. Sacramento jumped five spots. They are number two. Oh, so I really like that pick for uh, New York. I think Chet would fit really well there. Um, although I'm not sure that um, Mr. Thibodeau would play him. <laughs> but with Sacramento, the land where uh, great prospects go to die, unfortunately, I'm going to have to sacrifice none other than Jabari Smith Jr. Um, Paulo makes a lot of sense here as well. But I just feel like Sacramento with, you know, you have Sabonis now, you have De'Aaron Fox, you have Mitchell. You really are building towards something of some young talent, uh, somewhat of a foundation. I actually think Jabari Smith Jr. will be a really good fit so long as they can find the right coach to coach those guys. I think that's fair. I thought you were going to go Paulo there. So at number three, the Houston, at number three, the Houston Rockets, uh, undoubtedly we are taking Paulo Paulo here. I mean, that's Uh, that's the Paulo team. They very much (laughs) feel like the Paulo team. Um, So Paulo goes to Houston at three. San Antonio is up at four. This one's interesting um, because I think a lot of people here at Pick Four is just automatically Jaden Ivey. But Jacob, you and I, again, very much on the same page here. I think I'm on Jaden Sharp. Coach okay. Pop is going to have one more year in the tank. He wants the, the, uh, the, I almost said the Thunder. The Spurs are going to want Jaden Sharp under him for one more season. Um, see if they can develop him, and then they're going to promote another coach. Um, and I think Sharp would be fantastic in the San Antonio system. Two young guards to build around, Sharp and Josh Primo. I like it. Number five is the Orlando Magic. Uh, I think they would be absolutely thrilled to have Jaden Ivey fall to them. 
Yep. Uh, yes, I know they have Cole Anthony. They have RJ Hampton. They have Markel Fultz. Like, miss me with those guys. Like, they don't have anybody specifically to build around. Maybe Jalen Suggs could develop into that guy, but they're taking Jaden Ivey here, and we're not even thinking twice about it. I could not agree more. Uh, so pick- you are up with Detroit at six. This is interesting for Detroit because they can go so many different directions. Um, I know a lot of people have Keegan Murray high on their board. I do like Keegan Murray. I just don't like it for a team like a Detroit or an Oklahoma City. Um, I think they're going to want somebody with more upside. And there's again, like when you, you think of it in that in those terms, there's so many options they could go. Oh man. Um I'm on the clock here. I think I'm gonna go ahead and go maybe Benedict Matherin, just a versatile guard wing. Uh, I think he could fit really well alongside Cade. Uh, you could also play him and Sadiq Bey alongside Cade as well. Um, again, a little more versatility than a guy like Ikea Murray, I think, who would be very um, very high floor, not super high ceiling. You want somebody with a little more ceiling. So I think either Matherin or AJ Griffin there would be the pick. I'm going to go ahead and go with Matherin for uh, All right. Detroit. Uh, Oklahoma City dropped to seven. I'm taking AJ Griffin. I don't even need to think twice about it. Don't uh, even have to. Yeah, absolutely. I okay, agree. so you taking AJ Griffin? Well, I mean, Sohan maybe, but I would still. No, go that's with too AJ. high for him. I think we're going AJ. I would uh, go with number AJ. eight is for you, Taylor, and that is the Indiana Pacers. Oh, the Pacers and Keegan Murray is still on the board. I mean, Match that is just heaven. the most, the most Pacers player to ever Pacers. Totally agree. Uh, <laughs> I have Portland at nine. This is an interesting one. Very. Um, ooh, let's Portland at nine. Let's go with Johnny Davis. Young guard. I actually like uh, that. Um, I think he could have kind of fit in there. He could be the, the guard off the bench if you start uh, Dame and Anthony Simons. Um, I think he could play next to those guys. He's 6'5". He's got some good size. He's tough. Um I, I think that pick is a, is a pretty good one there. Although I think in reality, Portland probably looks to trade out if they get pick nine. I agree. You I agree. have the New Orleans Pelicans at pick 10. Pelicans at 10. I did this, uh, I believe, on the on our Friday Twitter spaces. I mean, I feel like Dyson Daniels is such a perfect fit for the Pelicans if they find him here in that 10 through 12 range. Give me Dyson Daniels, somebody who can facilitate for some of these stars. Um Really fun fit, super versatile guy, but also maybe the strongest point of attack uh, guard defender in this draft. I think that's fair. Uh, next up, we have the Washington Wizards at pick 11. Um, I think they're going to go for fit here, Taylor. Uh, some of the bigger names left on the board are uh, bigs slash power forwards. Yep. And I just don't think they are really going to look that direction considering how many power forwards they have. Um, so. A bit of a, a surprise here, one that we haven't thrown in one of our mocks recently. I'm going Ty Ty Washington. Ooh, I like that. I actually like that a lot. Um, I was thinking about this. I've, I've been thinking about this over the past week, Jacob. Um, I've been very low in, in the past on guys like Tyrese Maxey, Tyler Hero, um, Desmond Bain. And I think Ty Ty kind of fits in that same category. Uh, I'm not very high on him. I am very low on my hypothetical big board that I'm trying to put into actual text here soon. Uh, just in my notes, not like an article or anything. Anyways, I think Ty Ty could be one of those guys that uh, maybe surprises me. So I like that pick a lot. 
You are up pick 12, oh, this the is Oklahoma easy. City Thunder. Easy, easy, easy. Sohan falls to the Oklahoma City Thunder at pick number 12. Interesting. You're I not would going be Jaylen so Durant? excited. No. Give okay. me Sohan. I, no, give me Sohan. Give me okay. facility. Sounds good. Um, then 13 at Charlotte. This is a no-brainer. Jalen Duran. Oh, going yeah. There. That is the perfect, another perfect fit, just like Keegan yep. Murray to uh, Indiana. And then pick 14 is yours with Cleveland. Ooh, this is a this is kind of where it gets interesting. I think they need a wing scorer. This is somebody that we've kind of uh, mocked to them. I think over the the, the past couple of weeks, um, I think Abaji out of Kansas, just a an older guy who's ready to contribute on a team who showed that they were pretty elite in the Eastern Conference. Or maybe I shouldn't say elite, but they were very competitive in the Eastern Conference when they were healthy. They're ready to compete now. Bring in a guy, a four-year guy like Abaji, who just continued to improve each year. A great score, especially from outside, as well as a versatile defender. I think he would fit great there in that that wing role, which is really the one, the one weakness, if you want to call it a weakness, that they have on the roster. So give me Abaji there for Cleveland. Very good. So Taylor, tell me on lottery night, if the Thunder get 12 and 7, how upset are you? I'm pretty upset. Um, I think there's a very, very good chance that Presti would be trading up in this situation or attempting to trade up. Obviously, we would hear Mm -hmm. about those rumors, but I think it is much more likely than last season for all the reasons we've harped on for the past, what, three months now, Mm -hmm. right? Like there's just no guaranteed, again, like, like I said earlier, the, the top how, you know, top five picks are all about the eye of the beholder. Um, And I think there's, especially in this situation where some of these teams that are already in uh, a a more competitive mode that maybe the Thunder would find themselves in, they'd be more willing to trade back in order for a pick package and a, a player who can contribute now. And when I say that kind of guy, I think of guys like Kendrick, Kendrick Williams, um, Mike Muscala, and maybe if it takes enough, maybe even like a Lou Dort or somebody like that yeah. as much as I, I think there's that. a deal to be made with Sacramento there at two, maybe. Very um, much so so. Let, let's say the Thunderland seven and two were upset. They don't make any trades. They stay pat and they pick at seven and 12 and they take exactly who you and I just took AJ Griffin and Jeremy Sohan. You feeling any better on draft night after that? I mean, I think that's a best player available at the, or maybe best player available, best fit at those two picks. I'd be very scenario about the fits with both of those players that we would talk ourselves into those players very fast, very quickly. But obviously that's a, that's nothing like those top four. I honestly top three. Um, Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I am. I am totally with you, Taylor. Well, I think we're going to get out of here. I know this is a bit of a shorter pod, but it's the midweek pod. And Taylor and I got to be careful in case another Nader decides to come down and try to take us out. And not Abdul Nader. (laughs) I love it. Love it. Hey, real quick before we get out of here, just again, big thanks to Matt for coming on the show today. Uh, Founder of tankathon.com. Just, we had a blast. Learned a lot of stuff. Really appreciate his time. Make sure you guys keep hitting that sim lottery button so he gets more traffic, makes more money. That'd be awesome. We will be back with you again Friday night with a Twitter Spaces. Weather's supposed to be beautiful Friday, so no weather worries then. Oh, then we'll be back with you guys again. Hot. Yeah, it's hot, Jacob. Summer we will is here. Be back with you guys again Sunday night for our typical 9 p.m. Sunday night stream. So join us then. Until then, stay safe out there. Have a great rest of your week. Until then, and as always, thunder up.